I got some new information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. On My Talk. My Talk. Tell me something good. Gas prices in the U.S. have dropped to the lowest levels in four years. It's exciting to see that. Uh, the national average price has dipped to $2 a gallon, and experts think it might go even lower. As most of the nation stays at home yeah. because of COVID-19, the lower gas price is not being taken advantage of by most. I was going to say, the good we news can. is uh, we have cheap gas. The bad news is uh, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> nope. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Did you hear what I reported earlier? A buck nine That's down in Lakeville. Crazy. Wow. You yeah. just got to get Gosh. to Lakeville. Right. Yeah. I always uh, marvel at people that will drive way far out of the way to get an extra couple gallons off. And you're like, but you just spent it driving there, right? That's right. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. You do got to do the math on that one. Yeah. Yes. It's all for X. Yes. All right. Uh, That's CNN's- right, Jace. <laughs> CNN's Chris Cuomo tested oh. positive for the coronavirus. Um, Adam Schlesinger from the band Fountains of Wayne is in the hospital on a respirator because of it. Uh, oh. uh, meanwhile, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Justin Long both think that they have it. What? They ju- just haven't had the, the ability test. to be tested yet, which is a problem. problem you uh, know, it's a problem, yep. people. Yes. Um, okay, now this is kind of a funny story. Uh, Joe Buck, he is a he's a sports announcer. He's very <laughs> famous. He asked fans to send him videos for him to provide the play-by-play, uh, but he's gotten some naughty submissions, and he wants people to stop sending those. He's like, they they don't wow. seem appropriate to put my voice to in this stage of my life. Uh, maybe later in life, but not now. <laughs> I can hear it now. On Hill, uh, entering the room now, uh, brushing aside Alexis's hair and whispering in her ear, and slowly he slides a hand down. Whoop, 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 whoop. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Joe Buck. Oh, boy. I know people don't, people, there are sports fans that do not like Joe Buck. Oh, I really? like him. Every time yeah. I hear yeah. him on Stern, I, I actually oh. like him. He's another one of those examples of there. everybody I like more after uh, Howard interviews him. Yeah. Well, the thing with Buck oh, is yeah. everybody. Everybody thinks that Joe Buck hates their hometown. Yes! And it's so <laughs> ludicrous. Oh, that man. means he's doing his job right, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Greatest update ever. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. I'm George W. Bush, and I approve this message. Thank you, George. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Kenny Isn't Wearing Any Pants. I'm Jace Uh-oh. with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for hanging with us as uh, we hit midweek. Uh, 7.05 is the time, ladies and gentlemen. Raise your glass. Mm-hmm. Take a sip of your beverage. Today's Sipping Your Morning Beverage song is the one and only Joe Exotic singing <laughs> Here Kitty Kitty. Here we go. She was a rich woman. She had rich taste. She felt the blood running through her veins. <laughs> she liked the life she had. She loved her big cats and the beauty of being <laughs> Just 
his wine, but her husband went and disappeared. Oh my gosh, is this about? Uh -oh. yeah. Uh -oh. yeah. Oh yeah, this is this about. Yeah. But then it got a little crazy, it got a little hazy, and the cops said there's something wrong here. <laughs> oh, here, kid, kid. <laughs> Mama's got some treats for you. Oh my. Don, oh, you've got to try to resist, but eventually it's going to get you. Yeah, resistance is futile, as they say on Star Trek. I'm not going to say you have to. You already to, won but, in, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm, yeah, all right. 707 <laughs> uh, is the time. Uh, look, uh, let, let's cut through the, 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 the stuff here. Uh, every time, during normal times, uh, bad times, uh, whenever we ask you guys to help us out, be it uh, Project Down and Dirty, be it the Ronald McDonald House, be it uh, the singing seniors uh, yep. that we've built a house for every one of those uh, seniors, by the way, um, no matter what it is, you guys, my talkers are always there for us. And so we can be there for everyone else. We can be you're there for us so we can be there for the community. Mm -hmm. So we're asking you guys once again for help because we're doing another diaper drive uh we've collected diapers and money for hurricanes you guys know this in texas florida other cities well this time we're raising money for the diaper bank of minnesota because yes. it's one of those necessary needs those necessary items that you forget about in a crisis like this here to talk about it uh right now is uh from the board of directors of the minnesota diaper bank christy joins us good morning christy welcome to the show Thanks so much for having me. Christy, uh, mm -hmm. I, I just said that, you know, we're all obviously and understandably worried about our families. We're worried about our income. We're worried about uh, the we're worried about the virus. So this is one of those things, one of those necessary items that sometimes falls through the crack that people that want to help forget that there's a need for. Can you talk about that need here locally? Yeah, Absolutely. So um, you might have seen that about one-third of families are struggling to provide enough diapers for their children, and that's true in Minnesota. It's true across the country. Um, but that number is actually in a normal good time. Mm. And right now when we're seeing periods of huge unemployment, families facing even more economic uncertainty, the number of families that need access to diapers is even higher and one thing that surprises people is you can't use food stamps and you can't use WIC, the Women, Infants, and Children funding. You can't use those to buy diapers. And so families who have these littlest people in our communities that need these diapers to keep those kiddos healthy and safe oftentimes have the hardest time getting access to them because they're really expensive. Christy, I, I, Lexa, I think it wow. hit you the same. I didn't, did you guys know that? I did not know that. A third, that's... And, we'll know that you can't use WIC dollars. Does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very limited what you can use for WIC or any government relief programs don't cover diapers. That's just so exactly. it's one of the biggest expenses for families out there. Now, you said that like in a, in a normal time, a third of the families, do you have an estimate of now what that need is with people out of work? And, and what are you guys estimating? 
You know, unfortunately, I don't have an estimate for you today. We're actually meeting with all of the the community agencies that we work with to distribute diapers this week. So I might be able to send you an update. We can put it on the website. Oh, sure. Um, But what I do know is that every one of the agencies that we work with that gives diapers out to families has called us in the last couple of weeks saying, can you give me more? Is there any more diapers we can get? And one of the tricky things is when normal operations are happening. We get diapers from the community. We repackage those diapers and we're able to physically give those diapers out to families. And right now, given the COVID-19 crisis, we've actually stopped that part of our operation and we're only buying diapers that we can directly ship to our partner agencies as a way to help keep our team and as a way to keep all of these families safe. Um, But that's a much more expensive way to get diapers out to families. And so uh, our board of directors has very... um, thankfully been able to approve some emergency funding. So for uh, this month and next month, we're going to be more than doubling our normal monthly spend on diapers. But even that, our partner agencies are saying, you know, if you can give us more, there's more and more families calling every single day. Oh, wow. You know, I have a little one at home. um, You know, here's here's a number I do know. Uh, A newborn is going to go through 11 diapers a day. Yeah. And so if you can put yourself in the feeling, you know, the situation of that mom, I have three kiddos at home and I remember when they were babies and you'd change the diaper and immediately they would need a new one. And thankfully, my husband and I were in a position where that wasn't a big deal, right? We were able to just grab a new clean diaper and maybe that day was 12. But there are a lot of families in our community that that choice means that tomorrow they don't have enough. Um, And so anything we can do to help give you know, food shelves and the other agencies that families are going directly to access to more diapers. Uh, that's what they're asking us to do right now. Christy right, well, from, yeah, go ahead, Lex. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, from the Diaper Bank of Minnesota, which is uh, the the need is so incredible right now. And I have a, a little one at home, too. And I was just going to say, Christy, it's amazing how many diapers we go through in a day. And it I know... Is. I know that you guys can really stretch the dollar now. I know it's a different landscape with having to buy them online and have them shipped to uh, your families. Um, But we have, uh, which is so awesome, Ungerman Restoration steps up every time, $2,500 match, which, of course, you can help contribute to by using uh, MyTalk keyword diapers at MyTalk1071.com. What does $2,500 in diapers mean? Can you give us some numbers and how you can maybe stretch that dollar? Yeah, so I'm glad that you talked long enough to let me pull up my calculator. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> We're pro. We are professionals here, Christy. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, see, I would panic in this situation. I'd be like, "Math? No, no." Yeah. <laughs> I was an English major, but I do have a calculator. Okay, good. Um, yes. <laughs> so, so we can buy diapers at about half the cost that other folks can buy them at retail. So. With that $2,500, we could buy almost 10,000 diapers. So since that's a match and we get to turn that into $5,000, that would be 20,000 diapers that we could get out to the community, even though we have to buy them. Um, So that amount of money would just make a tremendous impact in the community. Um, And I know that we can put it to work right away. Our partners um, that we are giving diapers to, it's funny, I'm hearing stories that they're setting up um, pickups at their houses where they set them out on the sidewalk and they watch from the window and the family oh, room just yeah. come up. Um, you know, everybody's just being tremendously creative during this time. I love it. That's great. Well, wow. you can count on us. Uh, we uh, we have a rep 
we will not let this go, especially the four of us. We will we'll drill this home, and my talkers are the yeah. most generous radio listeners you'll ever find, Christy. So we're going to do all we can to raise as much money so you can get diapers into the hands of the people mm-hmm. that need them. So thank you for taking some time so early in the morning to uh, spread the word. Oh, thank you guys so much. We are so grateful for all of the help. Uh, you know, in times of crisis, we look for the helpers. And um, the Diaper Bank is just so grateful to my talk for hosting this diaper drive. Thank you, guys. Thank oh, you. Thanks, Christy. Thank you thanks. so much. Gosh, can you imagine having to decide between diapers and food? Well, I'm sure this hits, I mean, just being blunt, I'm sure this uh, hits home for you in a way yeah. that it wouldn't have last year at this time. Oh, right. I mean, we're used to having charity babies here and popping them out all the time, but to actually have a real child here. <laughs> and <Right. laughs> I mean, the amount of times I'm going through diapers, like, wow, <laughs> there we go. Oh, Let's have gosh. a diaper uh, yeah. births here because, wow, that is just, I did well, not realize a third of I, Twin Cityans or Minnesotans uh, uh, have this. I, I, I'm not trying to cut you off. I, I, yeah. I, I, that's in, uh, Kenny, I'm sure you share that's that just shouldn't be the way that it is. I mean, yeah. it, it, that's that's shameful mm-hmm. that that in the United States of America, mothers have to make a choice. It, I, I don't care. Yeah, well, it, and it's that government relief programs don't cover, don't cover that diapers. Either, yeah. It's not like it's. It's not like you're gonna. It's not like beef them. jerky yeah. or an icy <laughs> that you can't buy at a convenience store, which I think people can buy on those programs. Yeah. Uh, on those on the programs. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I think about my parents and grandparents that, oh, my God, I can't even say it out loud. They didn't use disposable diapers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, cloth yeah. diapers. And the cloth diapers now are pretty awesome. but You can't get yeah, them that was, That's but, very but hard to get. You mm-hmm. have to wash them. Yeah. No, 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 no. Exactly. Well, look at the time. Help us out. Diapers at mytalk1071.com. Thank you. That's right. That's right. Have some charity babies and help us raise some money. Let's do it. Let's get to that $2,500. Make Ungerman Restorations write that check out. That's right. Let's break them. Kenny, we're going to take a break because Kenny has to wash my diaper. We'll be back right after this. Back, everybody. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors delicious ready to eat meals. You know I love good food and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just 2 minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes calorie smart, protein plus and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPod50 and use code JAPod50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPod50 at factormeals.com slash JAPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Sinet Alexis in the morning on my talk with seven one everything entertainment everything sunny and share. I'm Jace with Lex. 
and Don McLean and Kenny. Thank you so much. Hey, Lex. Hey, Jace. Uh, I see on the sheet here. Yes. That you have an ab fab. We didn't get to this yesterday. Oh, yeah, I do. And I saw a little clip of this, and I'm real curious. Would you like to spread the ab fabness? Absolutely. Absolutely fabulous. That's right. It's a movie that just came out called Crip Camp. C-R-I-P Camp. Um, and it's a documentary uh, about the disability revolution that happened um, in the 70s, 80s, and still fighting today for accessibility for those um, who have a disability, whether um, they're it, 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 in all ranges of disabilities. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's just amazing how um, the it started. It actually didn't really start at this camp, but like they they got the confidence and they started to create a community that really continued and even outside of camp because they would go to camp in the summers um, a lot of them didn't feel like they had a voice a lot of them lived in mental institutions and um, just to be able to come together and fight they had a um, a sit-in in a government um, building for like 14 days and then it actually it ended up being like a 25 day thing because then they traveled to dc and they traveled in a moving van like a hertz like moving van um to to get them to um pretty much fight for their rights to not only well just to have access to buildings and to reinforce the the law that was passed like 15 years before yeah uh, it's a very powerful movie. Um, actually, I did not realize this, but um, the Obamas are one of the um, executive, executive producers. producers, which is, I guess this is their second and their first one. They won an Oscar. I haven't seen that one yet called American Factory. Have you guys seen that one yet? No, I haven't. No, I haven't seen that. But um, Crip Camp, it, it really, at the end, I was absolutely weeping because you just feel empowered. And for those who maybe feel like they don't have a voice and they felt that way for a very long time to have victory in the way that they have. Um, and when you're walking around now, you know, I start, well, as I'm thinking about it, I'm not actually leaving my house, but <laughs> when I think about going into places, you know, is it accessible to everyone? And they were just basically fighting for, to be able to enter the building and to, to work or to, you know, see a friend or uh, it just, oh man, if you guys really want a uplifting movie, Crip Camp is that for you. And they're kind of naughty. It's a little, little, uh, Risque too. Some of the stuff that was happening at Crip Camp really? in the summers. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, discovering each other, having a summer of love, and oh. yeah, It's it's amazing. Like, there, there's a guy that I met. Uh, my sister has MS, and when she was diagnosed with it, it was just a shock to our family, and we were very scared because. The symptoms are different for everyone, and some yeah. people end up not being able to walk. They're wheelchair bound. That hasn't happened to my sister at this point in in her uh, diagnosis. But 
Um, there's a guy who made a documentary film, and I wish I knew what it was, but his whole point was to create a map for people to go in online and find places and just tell the public or, or just tell this map, yes, you can get in with a wheelchair or not. It's a simple thing that didn't exist really before him. And it's amazing. It just opens your eyes. I'm sure you saw this, Alexis, that you just assume that everybody has wheel, wheelchair access. And then you yeah. start to really look around you and think about it. And it's like, no, they don't. No. And, and they should. So, yeah, it's uh, it's very powerful. And some of the challenges just to you know even ride the train somewhere that i can't even imagine a train station i mean imagine like in new york city chicago and not having a an an elevator to bring them underground they would drag their bodies down the stairs oh my um, gosh just to get and then also just the the way that they fought i mean it was brilliant um, and Lex, it took what, too long. But, this was you know, the 70s? I was going to say, yeah, what's the time frame again, Lex? It started in the 70s. Okay. And then actually, um, it was the law was passed, but you know, a lot of times you know, they're thinking, obviously, about the bottom line. And there, it wasn't actually enforced until like 15, 20 years later when they continued to fight. Oh, wow. But, so to see that, yeah. So Camp Janaid is what was the, the camp's name, and it was... Um, by Lake George on the East Coast. And so they actually had um, I like 15 years of, I, that's like the number I keep going to, but uh, of going to camp at, in the summers and, um, you know, getting to know each other. And they really created a community um, and all different types of disabilities. So it really, I was like thinking, I wanted to go to this camp. Yeah. It looked really fun. So it's called Crip Camp, everybody, on, Crip Net- Camp. Uh, yeah, on Netflix, a disability revolution. And uh, it's uh, just a clocks in under two hours um, on Netflix. Um, I will be watching that this evening, actually. Uh, that, yeah, this it's is, very I'm, powerful. Uh, I, I'm going to watch this. There's another thing on Netflix that Lex and I have both been watching. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Plus, the very best of birthday pranks on this Wednesday. Stay with us back after this. And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. Did, 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 da, 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 did, did, did. <laughs> what would you hear outside Porky Pig's honeymoon suite? This has been a moment with Johnny Carson. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the world at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. I just tried to order, FYI, I just tried to order a face mask because we were talking earlier. Matt Belanger will be up in the next segment uh, to give you the headlines. I just tried to order a face mask off uh Amazon, you know, a permanent one, not a disposable one, a reusable one, and uh, it won't be shipped for a month. So oh I was like, oh yeah. So yeah, Kenny, lucky if you get it then. I know. So Kenny, if you have any in your shop, uh, you know, oh. go ahead. Lex, if you want to make me one of the Dallas mm. logo, that'd be great. Ah, uh, yeah, I've made a bunch. I, I pay you. Yeah. Do one of those cowboy kerchiefs, so you look like you're going to rob a train. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh. Or like jock Ewing like on the bandana? range. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll get a little bandana. The problem I have with masks is no matter how good they are or how cheap they are, they always fog my glasses up. 
Oh yeah, always, always, always. See, I just want it. I, I, I yeah. really want it when I go running. Because again, yesterday it looked like the running of the bulls in Pamplona. What, t- what time, Jason? Tell me what time. Um, I went out. Let's see here, three ish, three o'clock yesterday. Y- you're running along a busy section because I told uh, old man Such down the hall. I said, go for a drive after we get done taping. And I drove home at two o'clock from here on the parkway. And there was nobody out. Oh, okay, good. And, and I couldn't believe it because the day before, it, it was, was everybody elbow to elbow. Maybe all of them were listening to my talk and hearing me bitch about it the day before. Yeah. <laughs> Be like Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, maybe everybody. Yeah. No, it was again. And, and yeah. uh, so I avoided I avoided um, uh, the Stone Arch because there's major congestion there. I sound like Kenny. Uh, there's apocalyptic... Uh, Back, uh, gridlock. Yeah, gridlock there. Backed and stacked. Yeah. That's right. Uh, backed and stacked on the... Uh, I should do traffic reports when I go running uh, on the, the parkway. But no, it was less than the day before, but still. And people, come on, Minneapolis, we can do better. Social distancing is six feet, people. I mean, the mayor has opened up the streets. There's plenty of room for all of us. You don't have to be like right up on my privates. I mean, that's kind of you know. It's just... Oh wow! Back I, up, yo. Where are you Back running? Up, yo. Well, very private, very very private running path. But anyway, seven seven thirty four. Everyone, I, I referenced this. Lex was just telling you about an ab fab, a documentary uh, called Crip Camp. Um, mm-hmm. Now. On the other side of the spectrum, <laughs> yeah, the, you know, Crip Camp is heartwarming. Yeah, it's uh, important, Don. Yes, it's worthy. Uh, makes you think. Yeah. On the other end of the Netflix spectrum <laughs> is a show that I have grown to love so much mm. called Sex Education. Uh, I am late to the party. I know a lot of you youngins out there love this. Uh, Assistant Q, all of his friends love this. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Lex, are you, do you I like it? I watched because of you. I saw it on the grid for a few days, and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to check this out. I was hate watching until about episode four or five. I- I'm at five now. Oh, wow. Or, okay. Or just, yeah, I finished five um, until something happened at an assembly um, due to which I can't even imagine being a high school student and having cell phones and inappropriate pictures being texted to everyone and how embarrassing um, that could potentially be. Something happens that I was like, all right, I'm in. I see why I've been watching now. Yeah. Um, but for the majority of uh, before that, well, and, and even beyond, I guess, as I'm still watching, I still I feel very old watching this. Um, because I wonder how many kids in high school are having sex in the school. Oh I mean, they're doing God. it right next to test tubes and Petri dishes. Yeah. Let- and I don't know how realistic that is, but maybe I'm old and I don't get it. But um, I just can't. Uh, that just seems like a lot. Well, let me tell you, it is about a socially awkward high school student named Otis who is uh, awkward in a lot of ways and his awkwardness is made worse by the fact that his mother uh beautifully played by Jillian Anderson of X-Files fame yes. oh really um, oh 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 now i have to watch it you do um oh, I'm so in love with her his mother is a sex therapist in their house so he has grown up with his mom jean being a sex therapist so videos and manuals and <laughs> tediously 
tediously having to sit through very open conversations about sex. So he has become desensitized to like the thought. I'm just being blunt. The thought of even doing anything, he can't do it because. Well, yeah. And also his relationship with his parents, too. Yes. Something he saw as a kid. Yes. So, oh, no. Yeah. So he, oh. so the, the Heathers, not Heathers, that's about murder. The, uh, <laughs> the John Hughes uh, little twist is his classmates, and I'm painting with broad brushes here. The through line is then his classmates start to figure out that he's actually kind of a sex expert himself. So he sets up an underground sex therapy clinic <laughs> to deal with his classmates uh, uh nook nook problems oh my god and with Maeve, which i appreciate their entrepreneurial spirit yes <laughs> oh i mean i'm thinking wow look at you guys yes before i say another word this is not for everyone no. um i would say in our audience this is probably 20 percent of you uh I love it. I do you think feel it old is, watching it? I or? do. Okay. I do, but I love the writing. I think, I, I, look, I think it's a little probably overblown. I haven't been in high school since the 90s. But I, I got to tell you, um, the frankness of it is, uh, is not welcoming, but uh, refreshing. Because I also think we got to remember too, Lex, this is done in the U.K., in the UK, like most of Europe, view sex very differently than we do. We're, they are not as uptight about it as we are. So, mm. you know what I mean? Their frankness about it, because this is based in the UK. I should, we should say that, too. Um, we, get, we clutch the pearls way more than they do. Have you seen their oh, beaches? Sure. Their beaches? Yeah. Yeah, anything goes. Yeah. I so mean, any, oh, anything goes. Yes. I see. So, I don't know. But I do feel, Lex, you're right. I, I do feel like, wow. We weren't doing this in the dark room at the school newspaper. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no. I mean they're doing it in chemistry class. Yeah. I'm thinking, whoa. Yeah. Um. I. You know. I understand going. You know, to your parents' house or in your car or whatever. But actually, in the school, I'm thinking, wow. Okay. Um. But it does bring up, at least for a lot of us who I, you know, I didn't have a cell phone till college, and thinking about the technology. You know, kids have cell phones now at 10 uh-huh. and thinking about that, uh, that whole added dimension of, you know, you, as on Fridays, we listen to Dawn's passing notes. You know, they're not writing notes anymore. They're texting each other. They're sending video. They're, you know, sending embarrassing things and the the ability to send it to everyone at once. Um, wow. I That's a whole nother dimension of adolescence and teenage years that... I mean, as a parent now, I'm thinking, gosh, what's going to be Zen's issue? I was, okay, I'm so glad you said that. I'm watching with a different lens, oh, for I was sure. just going to say, are you are you watching this now through the lens of you're going to be raising eventually a teenager and you're yeah, a little freaked out? Yeah, he's not going to have sex. Are you kidding me? No, he won't, Lex. I promise you he won't. <laughs> he, won't he will not.
Look at it. Look at it this way. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. How about you guys with twenty year olds? And uh, yeah, what? What? How do you look at this, Kenny? Uh, I was going to say to you. At least you don't have to have the conversation, please. (laughs) Well, you'll know all about this by the time. Just have him watch this show. Kenny's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oh. True. Oh man, you still going through that, huh, Kenny? I mean, how? How is that going? Oh my God, no. He's twenty. I'd whatever he's doing. Yeah, and he's got a girlfriend and uh, yeah mm-hmm. oh, okay so in there none of my business none of my business be safe kid <laughs> staying out of it oh, do, do those conversations start at 10 or uh, with me they didn't happen at all at- are you crazy <laughs> i'm not talking about Attaboy. that oh <laughs> man oh, hell no my, my mom and my dad i didn't with my mom and my dad i learned from scooby from mike scooby rose in the uh in the playground, he showed me dirty <laughs> playing cards yeah. and taught me what everything was. If yeah. I could just have an echo sound effect right now, I wish I could to say, my mom said to me, if you get pregnant, we're sending you to a convent. That was our, <laughs> that was my sex talk. Without any sexual, without, oh, talking about what sex was at all. No. Wow. Oh, oh my God. My, that didn't work. I'm not in a convent, am I? Yeah. <laughs> so see how that works, guys? Exactly. <laughs> and by the time my dad got around to it, it was like 10 years too late. It's like, yeah, yeah, dad, I know what those two dogs are doing, okay? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, Don't embarrass boy. me right now, Dad. Yeah, yeah, I, my yeah. mom and dad started talking to me about it when I was 10. Oh, really? Yeah. I wondered it, why you, because you used the 10-year-old reference. Yeah. I I wondered if there was a real-life connection yeah. there. I mean, first it started out with, you know, you're going to be a woman soon, and, you know, all this stuff. Oh, that's right. She wanted Oh, all my friends were getting their period. I wanted it so bad, and yeah. um, I wanted to be a woman, you know? I just... <laughs> For some reason, they must have really painted a great picture. Yeah, I mean, it was (laughs) was something they. (laughs) Right now, I'm like, oh, Oh, this is what it was. Great. Oh god. Now I'm hearing that song in my head. Girl, you'll be a woman (laughs) soon. Oh, (laughs) it's true. And then I think also at the same time we were learning about it in school. I think my parents wanted the preemptive strike of you know (laughs) this is. You know, you'll be learning this, the physical part of it, but remember all the other things that go along with it, too. And I remember being separated, girls and boys. Yeah. And we had to watch a video of a woman give birth. Gross! Yeah. That <laughs> scared me. All of those things scared me at that time. Remember, you know, don't do drugs. Here's your brain yeah. on drugs, and they'd fry an egg. I'm like, oh, See, my. All of that worked. We didn't have really? any of that in Indiana. We oh, never had. No, we didn't. We never had. The birthing videos we never had. We had you did none not have a sex ed class. No, Jason. I think I don't did think you go to I public did. school. I went to public school. That's I didn't amazing. either. I you didn't. I feel like wow. that that is like for Mm-mm. public health purposes. I thought that was like the law. Kid, we're out on the we prairie. Do. We're in Indiana. We yeah. barely have books. We're, we're one step <laughs> oh away God. from a one room uh, classroom. Yeah. I mean, even in Catholic school, they no. showed us a video of like, here's the egg. No, Don, no, we didn't have microscopes. Oh, they yeah. showed us pictures of microscopes. <laughs> and, and, and this is what a microscope looks like, kids. I think they showed us They showed us one of those movies and it was called Love is a Lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, the closest we got to sex ed was my film lit uh, teacher showed us nine and a half weeks. And that was about it. Oh, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I did too. I learned everything I needed to know about sex from nine and a half weeks. That and and Edward Penis Hands. That, well, Kenny, that came later. Well, yes, that came. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Once again, can we see, please say arrived? <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. That arrived later. Uh, 7.44, let's... Uh, <laughs> I like the porn version of Romancing the Stone. We were talking oh, about that. Romancing oh, the bone. oh, Romancing the Bone was the yes. Oh that was, yes. I need a list of movies to watch no. from you guys. Yeah, we both either work in video a, stores or exactly. traded ice cream for for movies like I Jason got, did. I have an idea. We got to take a break, but I have an idea okay. to celebrate the end of the coronavirus quarantine. Yeah. Everybody's invited over to my house for a movie porn spoof marathon. There we go. Oh, That's I'm right. out. No way. You no, just no. said Have you fun. wanted to watch it. Well, I'm not going to watch it with you. How dare you? Wow. How you only watch those by yourself. I mean, I don't watch them, but you? if I did, I wouldn't. You're so I, uptight. Is that uncomfortable? No, I'm ah. not watching them for pleasure, you goofball. I'm oh, watching just them just research. to laugh with us. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not even talking for pleasure, but oh. okay. Uh, they're funny. Okay, Yes, they good. are, yes. Okay. You should see the guy that plays Danny DeVito in Romancing no, the Anyway, no. yeah. Oh, my God. No. He's like the Walmart Danny DeVito. Yeah, seven forty-five. We gotta take a break. We'll be back. Stout. There's a word we need to use more. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to your friends, Jason and Alexis. In the morning on my talk one oh seven one at seven forty-nine, we have birthday pranks coming up. The best of at the top of the hour. But right now, let's get caught up with the news headlines of the hour with Matt Belanger from Five Eyewitness News. Good morning, everyone. It's the first of the month, and rent is due for many Minnesotans. The Minnesota Attorney General's office is reminding everyone there is nothing in the governor's stay-at-home order that gives tenants permission not to pay rent. The order does temporarily stop evictions and notices to vacate, but there's still an expectation to pay rent. Some landlords are offering tenants the chance to set up payment plans. The state continues to see record numbers of unemployment claims. And an important reminder this morning, officials are asking people to apply online on specific days based on the last number of your social security number to try and prevent overwhelming that online system. So if your social security number ends in zero, one, or two, apply on Mondays. Three, four, and five apply on Tuesdays. Six, seven, eight, and nine can apply Wednesdays, and anyone can apply on Thursdays and Fridays. If you are out of work, some of the state's top employers are hiring right now, including Alina Health, Fairview Health Services, Securitas, Wells Fargo, Ransad Staffing, Walgreens, and Thomas Allen. The Postal Service and many grocery store chains are also looking for workers. And there have been some mixed messages about whether the general public benefits from wearing masks during this COVID-19 pandemic. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is now considering altering the official guidance to say any kind of protection over your face is beneficial. President Donald Trump suggested Tuesday people could use scarves for protection. At the moment, the official recommendation from the CDC, however, is only people who need to wear a face mask are those who are sick and those who are caring for someone who is sick. You can read more about Minnesota's stay-at-home order that remains in effect this morning at KSTP.com. That's the very latest. I'm Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News. Thank you, Matt. Uh, We'll get another dose of headlines coming up at 845. Meanwhile, it's 751. Here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Um, Some good news to counterbalance the the, the sad headlines, the, the realistic headlines. A movie theater near San Antonio turned an outside wall into a movie screen and is hosting free drive-in movies yeah, uh, in their parking lot. That. Isn't that so nice? Cool. Yeah. Oh. I got to tell you, I wonder if drive-ins are going to 
you know, do we, we still already busy? Are, are, there are a few left. Kenny, yeah. you do do you know Kenny? Oh yeah, there's one out in Don's neighborhood, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, there's one in between like Stillwater and Woodbury. Yeah, up in that like oak. Uh, what is that up there? Uh, like Lake Elmo area up in there, up yeah. in there, up in there, and it is <laughs> so packed like all the time. You, if you think, oh, I just want to see the third movie they're playing. Good luck getting in. Right. You have to kind of go at the beginning and yeah. you know sit through all of them because it is so busy. Oh wow! But, but uh, yeah, it's a great place. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Really fun. I love driving movies. I, it just reminds me of old country living, you know. <laughs> I haven't been to one, and I can't tell you. Lex, how long have oh, you been? I think I went when I was maybe 12 or 13. Oh, yeah. Did you I, ever it's get been a people long time. in the trunk? And, like, we as teenagers used to get um, all kinds of us. My yeah. mother. Oh, your mom used to do My mother, to save money, when I was a freaking baby, or yeah. when I was a kid, she would, before they would pull into the parking lot, they would drive as close as they could, pull over, Mel would pop the trunk, and oh, they would put me in the trunk. That is country. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would it. pull up, and yeah, they awesome. and, and my mom's last words to me were, don't you say a word, little man. <laughs> yeah. Let me out of here. You just, you just stayed. Let's play. Let's play. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Mama. Don't. Let's play. Jason, you, you be very quiet. That's that's a new game we're going to play. Jason, don't you say, don't talk about Dallas. Don't You just sit there with your chicken finger in your mouth. And then they'd give me some food. That would always shut me up. And then uh, they'd pull it, and I would, yeah. I would hear them talk to the attendant. And then, boom, they let me out of the trunk. And then I could go get Twizzlers. Oh my yeah. gosh, so much fun! I know. I need to not I, being in a trunk, but going to. The no, island. I mean, well, I didn't mind being in it. Again, I was an only child. Again, I'm going to say it. I tweeted out that article. So many of you reacted about how Gen Xers look. We're kind of the forgotten generation. We really are. Um, we're latchkey kids. We're la- but we are we are we're getting survivors. our we are survivors. Lex, we're getting our due right now. Uh, we really are. We are getting our due because we are made for this. Yeah, we are we built. follow directions. Yes. We don't care about being bored. We love it. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. What is boredom? Don't you dare call me a uh, boomer either because I'm a granddaddy Xer born in 65. Oh, yeah. you're right there. Uh, yes. You're literally uh, at the beginning. Yep. Year one. I'm on the other end. I'm the other bookend. You are, Lex. Yeah. Because it's 65 to 80. Mm-hmm. So, so we've got it all covered. So Lex, yeah, we do. What do you for November of eighty? What do you feel like? What do you mean? I feel drunk. <laughs> like what right do I now, feel Lex. like? Are you I drunk like right now? I no, so I have to go to the bathroom. You identify? No, I just left it hanging out there because I wanted to see how you felt. I wanted to see how you would react. Do you like, feel like a? What do I feel like? Do you feel like? Do you identify? More oh, with millennials, or yeah. do you identify more with us Gen Xers? I see your question. Yes, I uh, more Gen Xers, um, but my siblings are all millennials. Right. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. So. I don't know if that makes so any sense. So you're the one it that's does. telling him to get over it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You're like, like we're gonna up, be okay. Kiddos. It's Just gonna listen. be a bumpy ride. Okay. Don't go outside. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't talk about sex. No, that's okay. Kenny, what do you identify with more? Uh, oh, Xers, definitely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, you I, I leave I, me alone, old man. Yeah. yeah, I love being a Gen Xer. Again, we've been forgotten, but I am very. I, I'm so glad that I grew up in the time I grew up in. 
Oh, I am too. I feel yeah. like it makes magic. me resilient. My parents used to leave me alone for hours. Hours, girl. <laughs> yes. like, come home for supper. They're I like, know. We're going to the dump. And then they would oh. go get. <laughs> going to the dump? <laughs> going to the dump. Boy, that hits close <laughs> to home. Huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> they to dump off, like, stuff. And then they would go get wood chips from this other place. I'd be by myself for, like, eight hours running around oh, in the country. My... Whatever. Oh, we could talk about the dump for oh, hours. I have to ask about the dump. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, let's take. Take a break. Don't go anywhere. The dump is next.